Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. My glass is over there. Just realized that. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. We're drinking Remont Legend. You can talk about it. Well, uh, so it's got a bird on it. <laughs> I'm assuming. I meant more like, you know, it's 7% ABV. Look, I'm more focused on the bird. It's pretty nice. I'm it, assuming it's a crane and it's like the bird that's in their logo. The, yeah. You think it's a crane? Probably. I think it's a crane. There's like three different, so I learned this, uh, there's like three different birds that are this bird. Oh, no shit. Um, and, and they, uh, like one has a weird hook neck. Starts with like a G, there's a crane, and there's something else because in Florida, they're like these kind of birds are all over the place. And, and some are protected species. I don't know. Oh, I do know. I, I just was, know that's a bird. I was informed uh, if you see these birds in the road, don't kill them because you'll get arrested. Like, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Duly yeah. noted. Florida. I'm sure. Free state of Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a bird flying over mountains. Doesn't seem like the mountainous kind of bird, but maybe, maybe. Um, Doubt it. It just it looks like a bird that you know sits by the 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 beach, not like a. And I feel you, bird. Like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but it is a nice uh, summer sunset seen on the mountains yeah, like seeing it like uh saint helens kind of colors yeah uh almost it's like a like a more blue northwest version of like vaporwave type art style i like it yeah yeah i like it yeah good design yeah 100 on the design for sure the legend cold ipa um yeah. like you said seven percent 60 ibus uh, apparently hops are Citra, Centennial, some more Citra, some Cryo. Oh, Citra Cryo. Sorry, I should have just kept reading. I, I didn't. Yeah, and Strata, which that makes sense. I love Strata. So, as Turo Pale and Pilsner Malts, um, it is also brewed. I didn't know where to put this, but I, so I just threw it in the malt section. It's brewed with uh, flaked corn or flaked maize. That's why I like it. Which I grew is, up in the corn. <laughs> I don't know. I I would like a beer like this side by side, one with the flaked corn, one without. Just because, like, I bet I do like it. Thinking like it probably adds like kind of a caramely type sweetness, but not like sugary sweet. I don't. But I don't know. Maybe at some point during this recording, I'll look up. What character? What notes does corn give? Beer? I did. Oh, and that's what it said. Yeah, it's, or, it okay. was kind of a long, but like a lot of it was like I don't know. Some some articles were like shitting on it, and mm -hmm. then some articles were like it just is. <laughs> you know, like it's not very impactful. It just is a thing. Those that you ones can are do. probably more correct, and I'm guessing that's what it is. But I would like to like. Trying it side by side, like this is why we love single malt, single hop beers or smash beers, because it's very nice to be like, oh, this is what this tastes like. Especially so 
you're like me where we are we we know some hops but we don't know a lot of hops but we know like almost no like malts or grains at all yeah not to any like level of depth at the very least like oh i know that one like i've heard of that i've seen that in beer but like could i tell you what it tastes like no um yeah so yeah so i would uh so that's one cool thing about uh ash beers is like when you get one that we are familiar with the hop varietal because then we could be like okay now i can really now hone in on the grain variety if you will and kind of see where that takes me um another thing about this beer it is a cold ipa Mm -hmm. which means that it's fermented at a lower temperature than a standard ale. Yes. Uh, biggest difference between ales and lagers are the fermenting temperature. So um, lagers are fermented at a lower temperature. So this is more like a lager, kind of. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know that we've really talked about it, but that just really confuses me because <laughs> to my knowledge, that was like the only difference. And then, like, because you're fermenting at a lower temperature with lagers, they usually leaned towards certain hops and grains because it just tastes better with that stuff. Yeah. But now I'm like, if you if you just do it, so this the fuck is you want. so it's not quite as not cold. That cold. Okay. So we're talking maybe like fifty degrees. I don't know. I don't know the temperature range, but this is not quite as cold. It's still considered an ale, I guess. But who makes <laughs> that determination? No one knows. Um, but then to your point, like also, you know, a lot of lagers will use different malts and hops than uh, IPAs anyway, so. Uh, that was not helpful, darn. I saw <laughs> 60, and I thought it was going to be 60 degrees, and then they said 60 minutes. So. <laughs> Dogfish head? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um. Uh, most most podcasters would probably do the research and stuff um, beforehand, w but we wouldn't want to deprive you of that experience. Or or adding a guest that would know these things, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, we want to. We we're on a journey, you know. Like, yeah, we're doing something. Yeah, and. If you're here, you're here. So. I wait. This could bear fruit. I was about to just give up because no one's being helpful on the internet at all. But then I saw something that kind of stuck out. Uh, oh, it's February. Why not toss it? Shut up, my guy. Uh, story about cold IPA, hoopla, Portland, Oregon, stupid. I just typed in cold IPA fermented temperature, and it said, after 60-minute boil, flame out, and steep whirlpool hops at approximately 195 for 20 minutes, chill work to 54 degrees, and pitchies ferment at 54 degrees. Okay, I want your internet, because I typed the exact same thing. Go to the top of Google. That's where I was, and it wasn't did, helpful. Did you read it all? Yes! It said... It said, the guys are also big fans of adding hops to their <laughs> fermenter as they are transferring cooled wort into the tank. 
So these hops are essentially yeah. primary fermentation hops and are in the tank for the full duration of fermentation. Mash at 152 degrees Fahrenheit for 60 minutes. Uh, what did you type in exactly? Cold IPA, fermentation, temperature. I said fermented temperature. Like, what the fuck, right? Oh, like, that's stupid. No, I think I think it's your fault. No, that is fucking I think it's your dumb. God. I'm like, I typed the exact same thing. What a loser. God. Um, now, I was going to bring something up, and then I... Oh, I remembered. What do you think about the beer? It's fucking good. So, ales are normally fermented like around 70. Like, maybe a high 60, like 67, 68, 69. But like 70, I think, is from what I've heard. Like 69, 70 is like the sweet spot. We um, just use room temperature because we don't have. I got something. Just saying, like I don't know if it's here or not. I jerry rigged uh, an outlet to turn <laughs> off and on uh, by way of a thermostat. Yeah, but even that, like, what? It's a little sketch. Oh no! It yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's very accurate, but it's very sketch. Yeah, well, very accurate in wherever that thermometer is. It's on the same device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that device, so you just throw that in. Yeah, I know. I whatever what box and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hook up a heater to it, which is yes. what I've done. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm 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 catching what you're throwing down. It was it worked really good. Okay, <laughs> it did. Anyways, 70-ish degrees, 69-ish yeah. degrees. Nice. And, and then I th- nice. And then I think lagers are fermented at like 45. It could maybe a little bit colder, but I think it's like 45. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I thought you did just look no, it up. No, I'm not okay. I'm not looking it up. All right, that's fine. It's a dumb thing to look up. I'll look up lager fermented temperature. Apparently is the proper way to do that. But uh, <laughs> Google suggested it. So uh, between 48 and 55 degrees. So it's on the higher end of a lager fermentation. But yeah, I think people try to do it about as cool as possible, typically. For lagers, that is. So it's like medium. Yeah. So but they should be called medium IPAs, obviously. Well, no. They should be, it should be a different term than an ale, right? I would think, yeah, yes. Like there yes. should be lager something ale. A medium beer. That's stupid. Um, lager something and an ale. You have, I don't know. I don't have any good ideas. What's the origin of the word lager? That's a good question. I'm going to guess it's Czechoslovakian, and that the first beer That's drinker definitely wrong. Schlorgen, uh took a drink of his first lager and went, "Oh." So mid nineteenth century from German lager beer which means beer brewed for keeping from lager, which means storehouse. 
Storehouse. Storehouse. Like H A U S. And Store. oh fuck me. Um the formerly so an ale yeah. is of Germanic origin related mm-hmm. to Old Norse. Formerly the word referred especially to the paler varieties of beer. That makes sense. But yeah. What's a storehouse? Well, and like is that the house you store things yeah. in? Yeah. Okay. Like maybe you store your grains there and your drinks, your bevs and for and, the winter, you know. And oh. Maybe you get some meats, some salted meats. Well, because they didn't have fancy pants stuff, so to make loggers, they had to make them in like the cooler yeah. months. Yeah. They stored them there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How this is going to get us to come up with a word that's... <laughs> what is a Germanic word for room temperature? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I got one. Okay. But I think it's I think it is a beer style. Uh is it is it pronounced mit M I T T E? Oh, I don't know. Mit mit. No, cuz that'd be like a wit or or wheat beer, right? But mit M I T T E. I'm not German, so I don't know how to pronounce these shit. Uh stands for middle. I think that's a good I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh here we go. Hey Siri, how do you say middle in German? No. <laughs> no. Uh that's not what you said. Mit. Oh wait. Mitte. 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 Oh, she said it faster that time. <laughs> say it again. Mitte. Mitte. Why she say it all slow? And then she's like, middle. Because Americans talk fast? I don't know. Do Germans just talk slow? I no, don't not, they think do so. They don't talk slow. They talk angrily, quickly. Um, this is from uh, Learn with Oliver. I hate Google Video. Why did you become uh, so bad? I know, I know. Mit. It's kind of like she's trying to say middle. Mit. Okay. Mitte. Mitte beer. You sound like an idiot. Mitte. You, you like say again. You, you like kind of got to be. This is Dimitta, which is I guess, but I I think Mitte. Mitte. Uh yeah. So this is the legend Mitte. Love it. So. Have you ever had pork oh, what you want, what you really, really want? Cushion. Pork butt? No. That was my question. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna ask you about. So uh it does sound familiar. I don't know what it is. But. Uh, apparently it's it's uh It's like pork butt? Yes, it's from the same kind of area, but a little bit lower, so it gets worked a little bit more than the butt. So it's a little less fatty. Okay. But it looked pretty dang fatty. But I think what I was looking up is they said like the pork shoulder is a little bit more marbled than the cushion. 
We have a whole book of meat here, so. Can you find pork cushion in Maybe. there? Maybe. I'd be interested. Uh, anyways, tell me how this came well, up. So I Give went, us a story I went here. to Costco, and mm-hmm. their pork shoulder has is currently uh, reasonable. And it used to be... I don't think I've ever gotten pork shoulder or anything. Pork butt. Sorry, I'm reading. Pork butt from Costco. I gotta be honest. It's great because it comes in a two-pack. Okay. And they're they're boneless. So the weight is the weight. Oh, I think I do remember. They're like smaller. Mm. Right? They're like this big, maybe? Mm, They're like seven, eight pounds each. Maybe they come in a two-pack, so... And again, they're boneless, so when you get, you know, you get them at Fred Meyer, bone in at like seven pounds for about the same price. Uh, definitely getting probably like an extra half a pound of meat in there. Is it the hip? Kind of. The cushion? It's apparent. Hold on, sorry. Let me... uh, but it comes from the picnic shoulder, which sits directly below the butt. The picnic shoulder. Yes. That's what this, that's the top of Google said. I have the butt tender. I have the knuckle. No. The heel. Maybe I can look up other names for pork cushion. The hind shake. The shoulder roast. Um, Now I'm into not pork. Pork, uh, because of... Wait, was I in pork? This one says they often get... No, I wasn't. In, I wasn't even in pork. Oh my gosh. Pork cushion comes... From, yeah, this even says picnic shoulder of the pig. Oh, there we go. Okay. On the an- anterior side. No wonder I was so confused. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm now, here now. Now you're tracking. Okay. Yeah, but so it was a better price than pork shoulder. And so, because Costco's pork butt used to be like a steal. And I was like, yo, this is like untapped fucking resource here. And now it's just kind of normal with like, maybe you're getting a little bit of a deal. The Picnic, a.k.a. Cali. Oh, okay. So, bone and butt chops. So, I'll, I'll just start the whole shoulder area, I guess. Yeah. Which doesn't... Why do they call every... Like, everything's called a shoulder. It's kind of weird. It is a bit. Bone and butt chop, also called Boston butt steaks, have a bone in the middle. On another animal, shoulder meat would have braised tender it, but because pork is so tender, it can be seared just like a steak. Pork shoulder is often referred to and sold as pork butt, mm-hmm. but it's a misleading term because yes. the cut comes from high on the pig shoulder. Yeah. Pork butt got its name from the wooden barrels called butts in which, in which it was shipped and packed. Oh. Packaging tradition originated in Boston, so the cut is also referred to as Boston butt mm-hmm. because of its high fat content. Pork butt is often roasted and shredded. It's the cut of choice for southern-style barbecue pulled pork or roasted or braised to make Mexican carnitas. Yep. The picnic is a bone-in roast found immediately below the butt mm-hmm. on the front leg. It is less expensive than the butt and yeah. can be used in any recipe calling for butt. It used to make stew meat or chopped meat. The cut is sometimes referred to as the Cali for California style. Oh. And the Spanish-speaking butchers at La Frida Meats call it a pernil. They eat a lot of it. Oh. So there you go. So in other words, uh, it's, it's a buy. Free free to go. Okay. Okay. All right. 
All green lights. Next time, I'll give that a go and see if I notice a difference. The biggest difference I heard is that it's just a little bit less fatty. Yeah. But like, you're throwing the crock pot and you're shredding it, you know, like... I'm going to be honest, I don't think I would be too upset about... Like, there's... Sometimes there's a little too much. Yeah, sometimes you get chunks that are just a bit much in the pork butt, so I think that's actually probably fine. Okay, well, I'll give it a go and uh, I'll let you know. Or just have you over and you can try it yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a thing, too. But anyways, you were saying, were they running out? Pricey? Uh, Well, no, that's that's what I was saying. So, um, the pork shoulders were kind of like just on par now, where they used to be like a steel. Okay, they're just like same as a gross. Yeah, where... But at the same time, it's like, sure, these don't have a bone in them. So it's like, maybe it's a slightly better deal, but not like a dope Costco deal. Yeah. And it used to be. And that's why. And and it might be in the future. Exactly. Right. Right? Like, well, I just mean like with inflation, the other stores might catch up a little bit. 100%. That's true, too. That's very true. Yeah. Costco could even just be ahead of the curve here. Um, But so there was like two. I think it was like just under i think it was like about 14 pounds and it was like 30 bucks and i was like uh yeah right it's like kind of on par it's pretty good right but again no bones you're getting a little bit more meat um and then i looked over at the pork cushion and it's like same amount for like 20 bucks i'm like whoa there you go right but the lack of fat even though it looked pretty fatty to me, it kind of it scared me a little. Yeah, you're like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Exactly. Like, so, or if you're making pulled pork or whatever, it's like, it needs to be pulled pork. Exactly. So I got scared into just spending the extra 10 bucks. Yeah. But next time, I'm absolutely going to buy the cushion and see how that goes. Because, yeah, it seems like it'll just be fine. Uh, was this at the business Costco? or Okay. Um, they also have pork belly flats at the business Costco, and those are... They have a weird, but like pretty good meat section at the business Costco. I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's like heaven. Well, it's like, I don't know. I walk in and angels start singing. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, I'm just thinking at like the normal one by the mall where like everything's in those like. Yeah. Freezers. Normal. Normal grocery store yeah, yeah, yeah this one it's like you walk into almost like this just meat locker i mean there's no hanging meat unfortunately that'd be awesome but it's like cold as fuck they have jackets on the outside i never wear them because i'm not a bitch um but my nipples do get very hard yeah but it's it's awesome yeah, it's, just, it's super cheap boxes they got boxes and boxes and boxes of meat it's for like restaurants buying their meat so it's cheaper than going to the normal costco they have bigger cuts like that's why they have like full-on pork bellies they have tons of subprimals everywhere it's like if you like butchering your own meat or i mean not like really butchering because it's they're already in subprimal but like if you like doing that stuff it's a great deal they had a like a fatty fucking thing of new york's you cut up your own fillets and i was like ooh. That's thing, subprimal, that's yeah. That's like a hundred some bucks. <laughs> that's why I buy the dry age. Yeah. yeah. Which probably will do something like that when I get a fucking garage freezer. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, also a it's also doesn't work out to the 
best deal that you think you would because you still have to trim down the fat and everything to get to like the like however you want your steak right right um but it's like regardless it's still like it's still a better deal um just not as good of a deal as you think it is and then it's i think it's a cool thing to do because you get like not only do you just get to learn about cut breaking down meat which i think is just like any of your food i think it's important for you to know like hey it comes from an animal a living thing that you're eating right like i think that's an important thing to realize and then uh yep from a more practical meat eater side dude i can cut two two and a half inch fucking steaks i was just gonna say you get to control how yeah (laughs) how how fat that boy is pretty pretty uh killer yeah it was man i and i did spend a good amount of meat because i bought those I bought two packs of pork shoulders. I bought a pretty good size of, I want to say they're beef spare ribs rack. I think it's beef spare ribs. I know it's beef. I can't remember what what kind of ribs though. Um, I like short ribs, maybe. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean it's like big rack of ribs. Um. Yeah, I'll send you a picture later. But and then I bought. I ended up getting like a package of brats. I got a New York steak. I got a package of because they were like on sale at fucking Fred Meyer. A, a package of cut up like asada steak. And um, oh, like the dual package thing. Uh, Is that what it was like already uh, yes, chopped up. Yes, but it was only the one. It was just they the had one. Separated it, and okay, because it was like five bucks. So I was like, yeah, I've okay. got, I've gotten that a couple times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So a lot of meat in my freezer now. <laughs> so you you did a Levi Costco run basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. and like not as bad, but yeah, like, not as bad, but I put a dent. You're getting there. Yeah. It was just so many good deals. I couldn't pass them up. Well, and, like, the thing is, like, you know you're going to eat it all. Exactly, yeah. And then, too, right, it's like, now I don't have to go buy anything next week, really. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, buns or, like, a vegetable, but, like, I don't need to buy whole meals. So, like, my grocery runs are going to be, like, $10 versus, you know, $100. And not just that, like, where it's located to your job is, like, right down the street. So, it's just, like, it's on your way home. Yep. So, it's, like... You don't. Even, it basically feels like you're not even running the store, really. It is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, that was a great Costco run. Enjoyed that thoroughly. And their cilantro bags. I don't know, like, what kind of like fucking chemical they dump into that thing, but their cilantro lasts forever. Voodoo magic. Yeah, it's voodoo magic lasting because, I mean, you know, cilantro lasts like a day, maybe yeah. two if you're lucky, before it just starts getting like slimy. Yeah. Their shit, like, oh my god, it lasted over a week for me. It was crazy. And it's like $3 for like a big-ass fucking bag of this. <laughs> yeah, you make tacos from, like, that's a crazy, like, if I was, um, like, significantly poorer than I am, uh, like, carnitas tacos, and, like, like like cilantro tortillas from Costco. They, there's probably a, they probably got like a fucking cheap ass salsa. Like W, you need a crock pot 
like you don't even have to use like an oven or anything. Like you got you got a crock pot, huge thing of fucking carnitas, tortillas, salsa. Like you're you're good to go. Yeah, all you really need to do is just season it and throw it in the crock pot. Yeah, that's all you need to do. But with like even seasoning it, right? Like you could use the salsa and get some salt and pepper and like you like that's you're. We talked about this. You're people, there, basically. We, I made the realization that I've been overhandling my meat a little bit much, and uh, just in general, people overhandle their meat a bit because <laughs> you're not really when you're especially especially when you're like throwing this shit in like crock pots or marinades, like you're not getting the fucking all this flavor you think you're getting. Yeah, like the main thing is salt and pepper, and you know maybe like one other big ingredient you add you know like if you're marinating in beer or if you're marinating in oil or something it's like sure you need that but yeah outside of that all the nuances are just fucking dumb yeah it for, pretty for much marinating is. i think so if you're actually cooking with it that's different well i think it's also different like if you're trying to get like the most like people go crazy on uh like smoking ribs and stuff but like they're you know they're like getting the rib meat perfect like to eat it by itself they're not making a taco well yeah and on top of that too right like that's like you are cooking with that and like it when you're barbecuing typically you're letting it sit like in the cooker for like all day so like all of that shit is getting soaked up you know into the meat as well so it's like I get you there, like, please, you know, overhandle your meat and get your recipe all nitpicky, but, like... Yeah, when you're talking about carne, like, especially carne asada, like, you're probably two hours-ish, two, three hours in the fridge and, like, throwing it on the grill, like... That's all you need. Like, really, the citric acid is, from the from the fruits, is just to help break down some of the muscle, like, you're not really adding... Like when you throw lime juice, you're not really flavoring the meat with lime. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> put put steak in just lime juice and then cook it with salt and pepper. I bet you won't taste the lime juice that much. Yeah, like if you, at all. you'll probably taste it a little bit, but like really not that much. Like a, like over two hours. And we're talking about soaking it in only lime juice. Yeah. When you when you when you fucking just juice a lime into that, <laughs> you are not tasting that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially like when you're talking about like a lime and like three or four pounds of meat. Yeah. So really, it's like you said, the citric acid, like the actual, uh, you know, science behind it is what's what you're going for there. Yeah. Not going for flavor so much. And I got to be honest, man, I just so where I do think like there is a difference is um, brown sugar, cinnamon. Um, I really don't taste soy sauce. I don't, I just don't think it's it's, very salty. So yeah, I just don't think it's very necessary. So soy sauce, I don't have, I don't really don't have a problem with soy sauce. I do think it adds a lot more moisture that's just not needed from like a, from a grilling standpoint. I don't really understand the soy sauce thing, but brown sugar and cinnamon in carnitas, uh, it's just not, I don't put sugar on my mm-hmm. pork like salt and pepper it's not sugar and pepper i don't understand coming 
I mean, I guess cinnamon isn't uh, sweet, but like, I don't know. Like actual cinnamon? Yeah, actual cinnamon, but I just, it's just I don't not... see the necessity because I actually don't even like like the flavor of spicy cinnamon. Like, I, I, I'm I like a child. It. I like cinnamon sugar in every bite, but. I like cinnamon in drinks. Yeah, um, that's fair. But in like tacos, man, it just doesn't fit to me no it's 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 odd it's how i felt uh about um it's funny you say you you don't really taste uh soy sauce a whole lot uh it's how i felt about stan the cooking guy's asada recipe where i'm like yo the the soy sauce or teriyaki whatever you want to use there like that really stands out too much i don't think teriyaki could be subbed with soy sauce and then i do think that uh the soy sauce is just unnecessary. Right. Just use salt. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's salty. And it's like, okay, then I'll just use just salt. I'll use salt. Yeah, it's probably a lot better for me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially if you're using real salt. And- yeah. It, I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I've, all of those recipes that like call for any of that stuff, I've tried all of them. I mean, not all of them, obviously, but I've tried all the ingredients, and uh, at the end of the day, it salt and pepper is just, it's king. Yep, 100%. 100%. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, we, we always uh, bring steak as, as a good reference point for this, where it's like, I've had my steak a hundred different ways, Yeah, and nothing compares to just, like, getting a good sear and salt and pepper. That's it. And, and it's the perfect. I'm, I'm such a purist these days. I rarely even use pepper. That's crazy. I just love pepper. Yeah. But I also, you know, cook my steak like a fucking animal. No. <laughs> Not cooking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Searing on both sides. It is fucking raw on the inside, basically. Not even not basically. E- like, not even blue rare, guys. Like, it's not cooked in the middle. I just, it's just how I like my steak. It's fine. I get it. I haven't died yet. Well, yeah, true. You're not going to die from that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah, you haven't died. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's purely a texture thing for me. I no, I I yeah. don't I don't think I eat it the right way. No, I get it. That's how you like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I completely understand. Well, I so there is a right and wrong way. Well, let's let's rephrase that. There is a wrong way. Yes. <laughs> Anything cooked more than medium rare is wrong. Yes. Um. Yes. But medium rare to. To literally raw is is correct. Yes. Just where on the spectrum you fall. But having that in mind, uh, we have also talked about how I would rather be wrong and have a good sear. Like if it comes down to it. Um, like like if you fucked up, you're like, yeah. oh shit, I left in the oven too long. Well, I, I would still rather I think if it's cooked more than medium, you gotta start over doesn't work that way i mean if you have enough meat it does yeah but well like if you're putting me on an island or you know maybe there's four of us camping 
I, I just mean like maybe there's four of us camping and there's this limited amount of steaks and now I have to eat this well done steak. I'm not gonna like just throw the fucking steak into the river. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's overcooked. I'm right. And so operating on a limited steak mentality, I just because it's it's already like you know cooked more than it should be at that point doesn't mean I'm like gonna like oh. I'm not gonna sear it because it's already cooked to what it should be now. Like, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna sear it, and that will, in fact, overcook it a little bit, but it's worth it. The problem is, you really gotta have someone who knows how to cook a steak and what to prioritize. We're talking about camping now. No, just in general. Oh, steak cooking, yeah. like because you, like we do agree. What I'm saying is like. A lot of people focus on getting the steak to the right temperature. Right. It's the wrong thing to focus on, which yeah. is what you're saying too. Right. But the problem is when you're so hyper-focused on that, you forget like the sear is vastly more important. Yep. Which yes. is why I cook, I basically sear the outsides, all four sides, six sides, whatever. I, I, I sear hard and I leave the center basically raw. Um. Because I just like the internal, te- it just doesn't matter as much. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, going the opposite direction of the instance I was saying, if your steak is like even 10 degrees cooler than you'd ideally like it, it's no big deal. If you've got a good sear, it's no big deal. Yeah. You could throw it in the oven. You could sear one side a little bit longer. You could just let it sit and foil for yeah. a few more minutes. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of options. You're even just fucking leaving it. Like, yeah. It still might be like, oh man, this isn't exactly how I want it, but I'm like, yeah, Jack had that second steak because they over pretty well overcooked the first one. Um, and it was, you know, a decently priced steak and they brought him a new one and it was like he cut into it and it was like undercooked to his liking. It was like blue rare. And I was like, dude, just eat your eat, eat your mashed potatoes. Chill yeah. out for a second. Just like because he was like, you know, he's already conscientious yeah. about like how they're cooking a steak and like, just give it a minute and then well that was the funny thing too when they brought it over like oh can you cut that into that please no uh, uh, well especially since they're taking it straight from yeah the kitchen to the table i'm like it's gotta rest like don't even cut into it like give it like five minutes no. ten minutes yeah then cut into it and i get like from the kitchen and management standpoint they want to get the food out to the table as totally. quick as possible but at the same time it's like don't badger me to cut into this right now yeah. well and in like to jack like don't just don't cut it into it that's what i would say i would bring it up like here you go sir let that sit for 5 minutes and then cut into it yeah. and i'll be back i'll be back around and let me know how it is you know yeah like not just like hey cut into that right now like well it yeah. just came off the fucking grill so <laughs> it, what yeah I really want steak now, and I've got one. <laughs> it sounded like a question mark at the end of that. Because ah, it's like, it's a whole thing. Like, I don't got a fucking chimney, so, like, ah. I got to smoke up the house, you know, because my grill does not get hot I don't enough. understand that. You don't understand what? You got to smoke up the house? Yeah. The house is going to get pretty smoky when I make my steak. Why? Because that's what happens when you put mayo on a steak and you sear it. It doesn't happen to me. Yes, it does. 
No. It absolutely does. 100%. It, well, so, to be completely fair, I no longer use mayo. Okay, so that that's, a, that's a huge thing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then... That's probably it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would like to use the mayo. I use... Uh, I, I've switched over completely to tallow. I don't have any of that. Yeah, it's pretty... I gotta get nice. some. Like, it does get smoky, but it's not bad. Sure. Completely, like, manageable. Especially if you reverse sear it. Right. Then, then like, it's not even noticeable. But, like, I, I do, like, maybe two minutes aside at, like, 700 degrees on the stove. Well, I've I've got to get a new cast iron. I mean, I use I'll use the the fuck what not porcelain. That's the only fucking word I can ever think of when I think of this shit. The uh, ceramic cast ceramic, iron. Ceramic, yeah, I can use the ceramic cast irons, but I don't know. That's good enough. Yeah, I mean, there's something about just the cast iron. Just, Exactly. Nothing fancy about it. Well, I don't know what it is, but you get different results too. I'm also scared to like get the ceramic cast irons like fucking melt your face off hot too. I don't think that's an issue. Like it shouldn't be, I guess. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean like I don't I guess I don't know, but I I wouldn't imagine that's an issue. I'll look it up. If they like advise you to not exceed a certain heat, especially since like, because obviously theoretically the ceramic cannot get as hot as exactly cast iron. But like, as long as you season it, like I, I'm really thinking like I don't know. You don't season the ceramics. No, I meant the. Sorry, not season it, but like um, put enough mayo on your steak or oh. whatever you want to use. Well, no, that part's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm even just talking about. The preliminarily, the preliminary heating yeah. it up. Yeah, I wouldn't be concerned until it explodes. Obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> then you might want to worry a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Think about it at least. I've never had an issue, but then again, I've never put uh, a ceramic cast iron on the forge. So. But I've never put a cast iron on the forge either. So, well, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and that is, like, the easiest fucking thing in the universe to make, so, like, <laughs> I should make one of those. Would that, would that probably cost, like, 50 bucks in total? Yeah. Yeah. Should absolutely. And then, obviously, just buying charcoal, but... And the fan. The charcoal is the thing. Well, and, and the fan was cheap, too, because um, the, the fan was the most expensive this, of the setup because they right. traded the fan to fit in the little thing. Yeah. Um... Which just like ended up breaking and did you make that too, that little side pocket for the fan? No, that came with the oh, thing. Okay. All I did was buy the grate and drilled some holes Drill in holes. it. Yeah. yeah. Um I think they still I think they still sell the chimney part of it. Don't think they sell the fan anymore. I mean, someone, someone's got it right, like something like that. Probably, yeah. They still sell this. They sell. Oh, they made. They have an extra large one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, chimney. 
30 bucks for the large, 40 bucks for the extra large. You're talking the actual chimney yeah. part of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, okay, that's where I got the hole. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, I just grilled I just drilled the holes in the top to so do, I can put the thing. Do you in. have a se- I forget, do you have a second grate to hold the coals? That comes with it too. Oh, okay. So it's all it's basically set up. It's just the top part that I drilled in and got a I'm little so, grate to sit what over. What are it. you supposed to do with it then? The the top. I'm so confused. I'm I think to they, on it. Yeah, I think it's for just like setting something on like a pan on. I don't I don't really know. Oh, a pan, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. Here. It's called barbecue dragon, by the way. Okay. Um But yeah, I so they do have a fan thing. Oh, it does look like it's back. It what maybe it was just during COVID that it was not a thing, that fan. Yeah. Um I wouldn't get that. What I ended up doing is getting a greenery like um a greenhouse fan that they use for like weed mm-hmm. marijuana's um yeah and just i just pointed at it you could get like a more you could like pipe it i guess but there's no real reason to it's just airflow at the end of the day right yeah i should uh i'll definitely i'll definitely do something like that soon i say soon but like by the end of the year. Time moves quick, man. It just, I mean, it just gets so fucking hot. It's amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. You have, like, it's pretty hard to describe, like, having a steak off of that. Like, oh, perfectly yeah. reverse seared in on that. Like, yeah, the charcoal flavor, the flames licking it, like how, like, just the, the crust that's on it. It's just different. Yep. Yep. No, I know. I, 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 I do decent, but I, I try to even get like a similar thing on my grill with like when I make burgers and stuff to like try and get some of the fire to like flame up on it. And it's like kind of not really though. Yeah. Can do it. So unless you're like grilling like a shit ton of stuff where it's just like juicing all over the place, you're not really going to get that. Yeah. Which have done. Well, and it's and propane, so it's just not. It's just not the same, right? Like when I made the, when I made the the carnitas or no carne asada. Yeah, I did the exact same thing in my brain. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but I said carnitas in my brain first. When I made the asada, uh, yeah, that thing was like that thing was cooking then, and that was great. That was fantastic. You can do that again. That carne is pretty good. Yeah. Good. It's like no work for like like what what is that like seven bucks eight bucks a pound? I think it's probably like nine bucks eight nine bucks. But okay. yeah, I mean yeah. still yeah for having to do like no work and it's literally just like ready zero to go. work. Throw it on the grill. Like come on, yeah, that's hard to beat, man. <laughs> it's one of our favorite things to do on the weekend. Yeah, and you get like what like, you know three four tacos out a pound of that. So yeah, if if you're if you're divvying it up to like normal taco size, like four tacos. Yeah, we get like. We probably get like, yeah, a pound each, right? Kind of thing, yeah, kind of how it works. Yeah, and it's like you already got the tortillas and cilantro's nothing, onions are nothing. So yeah, yeah, it's a good deal for sure. Uh, you're writing down some things for this beer. Yeah, yellow, yeah. gold, very clear, very fucking like okay. crystal. You got, you got a lot of carb. A lot well, of carbs. I, I will say I'll that. I'll mention like, that. In the look. E- even look. Yeah. yeah. 
it's nice looking over and your beer's just carbon up. Agreed. 100%. Smell grassy, floral, little juicy. Yeah, I don't really know how else to describe. There's like a sweetness to the smell as well. Would you say it's like a maize? No. Oh, not. Like a... Yeah. What's what's the... Candy corn? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that so closely resembles both candy and corn. I like if you if I was gonna say like if this had to smell like some corn thing, this would smell like uh like the sweeter kettle corn. Mm. I hate kettle corn, by the way. Kettle corn's nasty. Popcorn should be savory and salty and delicious and buttery. I, I, like I do agree with you, but then I've also had like real good kettle corn. There's too much fake bullshit out there that tastes like shit. Like, like I hate it. It's like, it, it always has this like sugary film on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's gross. Not good. Yo, what if we sell pre-popped popcorn? <laughs> That's a pretty fucking good idea, dude. Man, people have just been waiting for that idea to come up. Uh, we could save people literally. Minutes. Minutes. Minutes on end of their <laughs> month that they have popcorn. Maybe maybe every other month. I had popcorn a couple of days ago. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that treat you? Delicious. What what activity were you doing when you enjoyed this? Um it was like eight thirty at night, so a little too early to go to bed and watch a show. We're downstairs with the dog. And I was like, I'm hungry. Yeah. But I don't want to make shit. No. That there's a microwave in the popcorn. Microwave in the popcorn. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with <laughs> <Whoa>. that. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. That's crazy shit, dude. Hey, figure that out. Damn, I should have been over for that. That's crazy, dog. Uh yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That that's that's like opportune time. You you then you like throw on like a show you're kinda like watching on your own, you're like eating some popcorn, you're like, this, this is a great time. Yeah, maybe like Grab yourself a nice two, three, four fingers of whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. Five, yeah. yeah you know, you just don't. Yeah. I'm not. Not really looking, honestly. No, yeah, you just. Uh, oh, I'll give you some after this. Um, Costco put forward another brand. Of, so, like, you know how Costco has their branded liquors? Right. They introduced a new, I say new, been out for months um but it's the first time i bought it pretty, so it's new to me it's pretty new um kentucky straight bourbon oh picked up that so i i uh they haven't previously had any whiskey of their brand have they yeah they have it's not been great okay maybe that's um, all. and so this bottle was a liter normally i buy the 1.75 or 1.5 whatever it is liters of a uh, bullet because yeah. like it's a cheap fine whiskey and i did the quick calculations i was like uh you know per liter one was one per liter this was that um bullet was like two or three dollars more expensive per like ounce per liter i think okay so it ended like like this would have been like the Costco's would have been fifty dollars and bullet would have been fifty five dollars okay kind of thing so really like not that much of a difference at all. Like, right. 
they're basically the same is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll get this one just to try it. And right. like, uh, actually pretty good. I like it. Nice. I, you save like $3 and uh, <laughs> I like it. But over time, <laughs> you could end up buying yourself a bullet rye. <laughs> <laughs> uh no I I th- would I buy it over bullet I might I might like yeah it depends on what you want like like it's not like you're like in no mood will I be in to to buy this over I just bullet. I just don't love bullet oh. it's just to me bullets like a fairly like mid range bourbon because I don't really like bourbon is I think I think I think. I've come to realize so I was the f- just going to say someone has been doing some growing. I've come to realize the fact that I don't love bourbon. I vastly prefer spicier, crisper rise. That's mm. why Rittenhouse is like just my jam. I'm with you. Rye, I mean, you know that about me in general. Like, yeah. Rye is my fucking jam. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. I fucking love rye bread. Love rye beer. Fucking love rye whiskey. Not. I understand you have different opinions, but I fucking love rye. But a lot of people like the caramely vanilla notes of bourbon. No. Like, their goal is to get, like, the smoothest, like, syrupy sugar scotch bourbon. Um, scotch is for Pete. But, well, I, yeah. I was just I'm talking yeah. smooth. Yeah, I don't. I I want some some spice, some bite, and I want like a very like crisp end to my whiskey, right? I don't want it to like linger, like like syrupy. Yeah, like to your point on that part, the lingering that is what scotch is for. Like you take a nice sip of scotch and it lingers with you, and like you don't have to take another drink. Like it's a very slow. So yeah, it's why experience. I love. Yeah, I love scotch because like I can like over the course of like a couple hours have like a drink yeah and just like enjoy it and it's and it's not like if you get a damn good scotch you can be in this limbo of like i don't need another sip you went through like a whole Catan game with log of only yeah and i was so damn happy yeah no it's amazing yeah that's how i feel about like lafroig and talisker it's just like yeah i can chill and exactly man it's like um need to get a good scotch for the wedding. Smoking a good cigar or a, or a nice pipe of tobacco. It's just like you're sitting there and you're just chilling for a couple hours, not yep. caring the world. Yep. 100%. Man, I really want some scotch and cigars now. <laughs> I don't know. It's Friday. And a steak. It's Friday today. What do you, I don't know. Yeah, for you. <laughs> uh, all right. Back to this beer. Well, I got. I got to say one thing too. Okay. Okay. On the whole, it's Friday thing. Sure. Today was like an insane day for me at work. Ugh. Um, and I like to, as as you know, if you're watching this, you probably know too. I like to uh, make jokes in my pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I downloaded a music video and I clipped it down to five seconds and it was Lifehouse, you and me, and I sent it to my coworker and I was like, How's your day going? This is how my day is going. And if and he clicked on the link and it goes, What day is it? <laughs> and in what month? Stop. <laughs> 
That's how I feel. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. I don't know, man. Is it Thursday? Friday? What, what, what is this? Was December yet? What are we in fucking January? I don't know. Some days are like that, man. You, it's just so busy. You're like, what the fuck is even like? What's happening? Yep, one hundred percent. And it's always out of nowhere, too. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we're ramping up here. It's just like, this motherfucker comes at you. That motherfucker comes at you. And you're like, holy shit. Well, Thursdays are usually pretty busy for me for some reason. I just am always stacked with meetings. And I've then- noticed that at Continuant, too, though, where like I feel like even customers come at you more on Thursdays. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And then, uh, but today especially, it was like, I'm getting calls during meetings. I'm getting Oof. like booked on the same day. Like we need to have this conversation, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm literally responding. Like the people I'm working with, I'm like, hey, this person called me and they need to speak to me, but I, I'm i literally booked for the rest of the day. I need you to call them. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have no idea what's going on, but I just... I can't talk to them. Yeah. One of yeah. those days. Yeah, those days will happen when you're you. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stop being me. That's true, man. Yeah, you should really think about... I mean... I don't know if I told you I had a salesperson that was like... I'm sorry I keep putting you on this, but like, on these kind of things, but like, you're the only one who really like, drives these home and picks up your phone. I'm like... You kind of just sigh like I gotta, I gotta stop picking up my phone then. <laughs> stop being so helpful. I gotta stop being me. Goddamn. <laughs> oh man. Do you have anything else for smell for this? Is that accurate? Do you disagree? I would say hoppy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna be honest. I could probably see the corn but it's just so on my mind that uh i'm ironically putting that under smell that we can see the corn yeah i like that yeah you know what underrated cereal to cornflakes uh agreed it kind of gives me some cornflake vibes right it's like a sweet but bready i don't don't, crispy i don't know how to I was half joking, like toast. But, but dude, I fucking love corn. I was born in the corn. Yeah. Like, I get it. That's probably, that could be a good reason as to why I like this beer so much. Like, subconsciously or something. Not to, be, good. not to be mistaken with the infinitely better cereal, but infinitely more underrated, mm. Corn Pops. You're on your own there, bud. They're, they're very fine. Dude, Corn Pops are lit. Corn pops are pretty good. Hear me out. Better without milk. Uh, better without milk. Disagree, but uh, like a, a, essentially yes. I like a like a drizzle of milk where they like you get some milk flavoring. The less milk, the better. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't say dr- like you, dry is you, good. You dry sh- is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dry is good. You and you sh- maybe you should maybe you should have some milk, but uh. Just like keep it down. Just, just a little bit of milk, stir it in, make sure the milk touches everything. Get yeah. it get the corn pops well well seasoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Exactly. Uh going on to the taste here. 
I said hoppy, it's bitter. I even threw it into taste because man, it kind of sticks out. It's bubbly. What do you I think the bubbles have a taste? What do you feel about um maybe how do you feel? But I'll still leave the what. What slash how do you feel about honey smacks? I'm gonna throw this monkey wrench at you. Never had them, dog. These guys? Oh. See? I've seen it. I never had them, though. Never had them? No, but I know it. Seeing it, I know exactly what those are. I remember seeing them as a kid, but I never had them. What did you think of them? Eh. Yeah. I'd pass them up. I believe it. I'd probably just rather have Honey Nut Cheerios. That's kind of how I felt. I think not bad. It's just... They look like a weird shape, too. Yeah, it, it's the nut shape that, uh... Yeah, like, you know, I don't want to eat fucking almonds or... Yeah. Pro-layers, pro, pro what are they called? Like... Prolines. You know, everyone likes to wake up and have a nice nut in the morning, but just... Yeah, just... I didn't want to put it in my mouth. No, I was just going to say, not in my mouth. That's yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like uh, I like Waffle Crisp. Ooh. That was like quick to come, quick to leave, and then thank God it's made a resurgence. Yeah, wa- Waffle Crisp were lit. And hear me out. Not underrated, though. I think that was universally well, loved. It doesn't make sense weird? how it yeah, left. It doesn't make sense like why it like flopped, yeah. Um, even weirder to me why it's gone away, and I don't think it's come back. Um, shit, I fucking had it, and now I lost it. I can... Fuck. I can't think of the name of this cereal. I can picture everything about it. And uh, I'm going to have to Google it. Because Google will tell me. Honeycomb. No. Also lit. Okay. Can we do a... Why does this look weird? This is wrong. Can we do a cereal beer line? I feel like that would be awesome. Okay, they changed. Cereal, yeah. French Toast Crunch. Mm. So fucking good. The texture was like little breads. It was delicious. Yeah. Like, you could tell. You could differentiate between the bread part and the crust. It was nice. Uh, I I just always preferred Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but... Well, yeah. that's just different things for... No, I'm not. I'm you not. Know. I'm. I, I agree. It's different. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if like they were side by side, I would go cinnamon toast. Ah, it depends on the day for me. I like me a good old bowl of French toast crunch. Apparently, you can buy them right now, so I guess they haven't gone away. Uh, overrated cereal. Okay, Reese's Buffs. Yeah, that's a bit like eh. the peanut butter was never good as good as. Like Captain Crunch peanut butter and, and the, the chocolate, chocolate is never not, cocoa buffs. I know. Like I would rather just mix those <laughs> yeah. two. Man, I'm yeah. Oof. Reese's Buffs overrated. Yeah, agreed. And at me because fucking Reese's has the best candies. It does but Facts. like what the fuck are you doing on your cereal, guys? Yeah. yeah. Also, hear me out. Um, any. Pebble cereal. Okay, it's Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebble. Dude, the second you add milk, it's just like tiny mushes down your throat. Yeah, it's unfortunate because the flavor is so good. The flavor is so good, yes. But milk 
ruins that yeah. fucking cereal. And like they're like yeah. not that great dry. Yeah. Like it needs milk. So it's almost like you gotta like fucking like take a spoonful of dry, milk your spoon, and just eat it like they're, that. They're better ice cream toppings. Oh, that wow, that just changed my life. Yeah. Like that. fruity pebbles on a nice vanilla ice cream, like it's wow. pretty lit. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Never even thought about that. Yeah, what you didn't think about, what you didn't know was sure a thing either until I opened your eyes. Butterfinger ice cream is fucking top tier. Yes. And I had good reason because I don't like it getting stuck in yeah, my teeth. But, butter, butterfinger candy, F tier. Butterfinger mm. candy in ice cream, lit. Because the whole thing with butterfinger candy is it does taste good. Yeah. It does. But like, man, the manual process that it takes you to get through a bite is just not worth it. No, it's not. When I was a kid and I, you know, all my teeth were like fucking pristine, it wasn't as bad, but still not preferred. Now I've got too many fucking holes, divots, crevices, and fucking dodge, dip, exactly. dodge, dive, and dodge. There's no fucking way you'll ever catch me biting into a Butterfinger again in my entire life, sadly, probably. Yeah. So. I mean, same it's for like me with just cereal in general, like, I don't. Oh, when, was the, when was the last time I bought cereal? I have no fucking clue. Jeez, yeah. Renee, I mean, I don't buy it, and she doesn't really either, but God, she's obsessed with cereal. Uh, feel. It's Did we even go over taste? We didn't even go over no, taste. Go you over said taste. hoppy, bitter, bubbly, low grassy, fruit of some sort, question mark. I don't know. I don't know. Something's there. I can't pinpoint it, man. Something's there. Should mention I haven't eaten at all today. Um, I'll give it a nice melon family, like a melon, a papaya, a cantaloupe. I'm throwing it in that family. Shut up. God, actually, I think I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> that actually was pretty perfect. Wow. Wow. Nick uh, accidentally turned on his audio, and it just kind of took over for yeah, us. Yeah, but like I'm not mad, because it actually got pretty much everything right. Unfortunately, it's all in feels, so you will have to copy pasta <laughs> it. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, man. But it really got it good, though. This is the first time ever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably the last time ever, too, for being honest. Why can't like our podcast just do our job for us? And just like we just sit here and talk, and you know, records everything, and I think throws it in a spreadsheet. Yeah, I think the problem is we we get off topic a little too much. Nah. Little, yeah. So it's like it wouldn't know where to write things. So moving on to feel, dude. My shorts look like real. Got a lot of leg. They're up there. You're you're really scrunching your junk. Yeah, it's not the most comfortable. It doesn't look like it. Like it looks. The like... problem is you want to like lean back in these chairs, but it's not great for the pot, the beer podcast drinking. You know, you can't see it with my jeans, but I'm getting a bit of that going yeah. on too. Yeah. yeah. So it's the chairs. But uh, it's the platform we're doing here, light mostly. crisp, huh? I don't. I it's, I just wrote those right now. I don't know. What do you, what do you, you tell me I'm wrong? 
I just feel like it sticks with you. I wouldn't call it crisp necessarily. It sticks with you. Like I still taste it, you know. But refreshing. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, because it's not. It's not like a sugary or syrupy. Like, man, I'm fucking thirsty now. Kind of stick with you. Yeah, I just always. But I'm with. But I'm with you. You're right. I always like. I I've tried to really define what crisp is, and it's like when does the flavor end? Is probably like the most objective way to go about it. I think. I think you're right. And uh, this this does stick with you a little bit. So. You're saying I overuse crisp, and yeah. you're right. I'll give that to you. Uh. I'm going to be honest, and I think you feel the same way that I do. I don't want to think this. I like this. This is just a all-around good beer. Okay, yeah, I do want to think that. It yeah. just has like the right amount of bitterness, the right amount of carb, the right amount of sweetness, just like... It's a... It's an enjoyable experience all around. There's nothing I can point to that's like, oh, this is the amazing part of this beer. It's just like everything about it. I'm like, this is like top 80, 90% on all the categories. It's not like, oh, wow, this beer is revolutionary. It's going to change my life. I'm running the store to buy this right now. But I'm just like, dude, this is a fucking solid ass beer. Hear me out. I am like trying to find something to lower the grade. I'm I'm just coming up empty. No, I think my my one critique, and I wouldn't put this under critiques, my one critique is there's nothing that's like it just doesn't taste revolutionary to me. It's not like a like a Bodhisattva where it's like, oh, this is crazy. They, right. They've developed this insane flavor and carbonation. Like it's not like like but that's my one thing. It's like, but yeah. like what's what's the downside of this beer? Like like a lot of times it's like Oh, the downside is the carbs not there, or the bitterness isn't there, or it's too sweet. I'm I'm totally solid on my grade on this, and I'm not. I don't even give a care. Okay, but we skipped over thoughts. Ideal place to have this beer. You're just gonna say mountains, and it's gonna piss me off. <laughs> But like this looks very nice. It does look nice. <laughs> they put it in my brain, dude. It's not my fault. Let me think. I would like this at a baseball game. Ooh, this this beer with a with a nice dog in the, nice. in the nice bolstering sun. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, and I can't say that about a lot of beers actually. And ironic, well, I shouldn't say ironic. Not a lot of IPAs. That yeah, because that's what I was gonna. That's what I was about to follow up with was like I think most beers I would say that about are. Like your basic ass bitch loggers, mm -hmm. you know, like a fucking, you got a fucking Miller fucking high life. You got a fucking Bud Light. Tell me you don't want to be at a baseball game with like a hot dog in your hand. Come on. Um, but, but this is a good baseball IPA. 
So before we rate, I, I do want to, um, can you, so the ABV I remember is 7%, right? Yes. What's the IBU? 60. Okay. Is the malts two row Pilsner and flaked corn? Are you asking me if that's what the malts are? Yes. Why are you asking me? Just, just bear with me. I don't like that I'm being lead, led, just loaded. Bear, I don't like that you're putting your load on me. Just bear with me. Yes, it is two row Pilsner and flaked corn. Are the hops Citra, Centennial, Citra Cot, Rio, Strata? Yes. Is the look. Uh oh. Crystal clear, yellow, with a head that sticks around with a nice looking carb. I don't like where he's going with this, folks. I can already. I didn't think I knew, but I now know. Where am I going with this? There's another beer out there. Which is? No. There is another. There is another. Which is? Don't know, dude. I don't know. Is it Ollie? No, it's Baxter. No! Baxter's the cold IPA. No! <laughs> they make that! I know. That's the greatest part. There's no way! <laughs> no, there. Here, but let, this is where it deviates. The smell. Citra explosion of hoppy goodness, bit earthy, not as sweet as the taste. Taste. Juicy citrus, a sweet grapefruit, heavy handed on the orange little hoppy okay feel soft wow they really critique as a cold ipa towards lager should be more crisp thoughts much better to smink helps balance the beer great board game beer i'm gonna i rated 3.75 you rated 3.5 i'm gonna need dr keith and i'm gonna need their contact at fremont because i need to text these guys say be honest with me is this your perfected Baxter recipe? I think it might be. I think it might be. This is a better Baxter. This is so much better. Like Baxter's based, good. Baxter's good. We 3.75, 3.5. Too, too sweet, too citrusy. Yep. That's uh, this like like you you had said perfect balance. I would probably like this to be a little like personally like not get not getting him to objectively, but I would personally like uh, a little bit more crisp. Maybe, yeah, probably just a little bit more crisp. But because like with the with the hot profile of like melon papaya, I think it's I think that's difficult. Maybe maybe more like a I don't know. Maybe throw in like the tiniest amount of like azaka or mosaic to get like more of like the pineapple acidic kind of thing maybe i know what you're saying and i do like that but like but like tastefully done you know i'm just i'm just trying to get to like how to perfect the beer here i get it cuz it's good cuz yeah i I'm pretty damn happy with where we're at here. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Um, you're ready to rate it? Oh, yeah. I'm too. Good. 
three, two, one. Four point four. Three point eight. Wait. <laughs> you meant four point eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> That's high, bro. I know. It's a good beer. It's a great beer. I was going to say 3.75, and I said, no. You're going to say 4.75? God damn it. (laughs) Fuck, dude. We've really not had some amazing beers, apparently. Okay, so 4.5 to 5 is perfect. Would not change a single thing about this beer. 4 to 4.5, which is where I'm at, is amazing slash awesome. Couple things I would tweak. Smaller flavors that might not sit well. For example, it might be like a little too tropical. Um, you have the opposite problem with this. Yeah, I would like to see a little bit more tropical. Uh, what makes, since I've talked about it a lot, what makes it a perfect beer to you? I I think even you're the one who just who just said it not 10 minutes ago where you're like, I'm really coming up empty here on trying to come up with like, shit to say about this beer that's bad and i just i don't and although i do like those pineapple-y like like the the beautiful balance of like bitter and i won't even say tart i'll say like pineapple sour like that kind of like yeah tongue pucker kind of taste like that is a really nice place to be but I think for like how light the body of this beer is, like I kind of I kind of enjoy that it doesn't have that. Like this is just a really nice refreshing beer. And although yes, like you had brought up accurately, um that this kind of does stick around with you a little bit. Like although you you wouldn't describe it as crisp, I do think it still maintains it being very refreshing. Uh yeah, especially for an IPA. Well, I think a, a good differentiator that we bring up often is uh, does it cause you to want to drink more of the beer or do you feel like you have to drink a glass of water? It, it, I want to drink more of this beer. I want to drink more of the beer. Yeah, I want to drink more of the beer. Yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely it. And like, I love where the bitterness is at and I love the balance of like bitterness to like sweetness, whether the sweetness be like this like floral grassiness found probably within the hops or even like this like melony fruitiness that you kind of get like a balance between the hops and the malts like i think it just sits perfectly in that and um i don't know we talked we talked a little bit just a little bit ago about like you know what is detracting that from being that five right like what's detracting that from being an absolutely flawless beer and like, I think the only thing that I could come up with was your idea of it. Like, it nothing blew my mind. Like, like nothing about this was like, holy shit! This is the first time I've ever had anything like this. This is such. This is so unique. It has that special pizzazz to it. Like, I think that's the only thing missing from it. I think the flavor wise and everything else is like, it all hits really well. Um, normally we talk about, would you buy this beer again? I already did. Yeah. But also I would, I was just going to say, I would probably put this into my regular, I, I have like, I think we all do. 
have this regular repertoire of here's the things we go out and buy. Maybe you're not like us. You probably have your regular repertoire. You have bought everything in the store. Nick, myself, uh, outside of stores like Total Wine, Benny's, that kind of thing. I mean, like I would, for me, I would probably even put Bevmo. It's kind of a shaky spot for me uh, if I haven't had some of those beers. Um, I've so with that expanse of beers that I've had, uh, would I put this into the to the repertoire? Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Like this, Bodie, Johnny Utah, Leo to May. Um, I'm trying to think of IPAs specifically. I I personally love and I like that you can get it like nationwide is the all day IPA. All day. Solid. Uh prismatic is probably up there um i would stone is is stone you know Eh. i and it's weird because i love it's because their specialties are way better than the ogs and like in the good ogs don't always make it into six packs so you just see that the stone ipa and stone's fine this is what we talked about is ironically this the stone ipa more prevalent than the the delicious IPA, which the delicious is better. Better, yeah. Uh, another one, Space Dust, is uh, is uh, in my repertoire. Um, yeah, I think I and this fits in there. Like it, it's a good one. Um, yeah, big fan. Yep. Uh, for me, where would I drink this beer? I've been thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it's from nostalgia. Maybe it's because it hasn't happened for a while, but uh, late night Call of Duty with the boys. Mm. Like till 3 a.m. Way too late. Mm. Way too late. I was going to drink two beers. I ended up going through the whole six pack. Been there, buddy. This would This would do the job and do it well. Yep. Um, Fremont does say it's going to be, it's not a seasonal Fremont does say it's year round, but just because it says year round doesn't mean it will last. Who knows? That's true. Um, but they do say it's not a seasonal. So I hope modern warfare two comes out November. Oh, dude. First thing, picking up a six pack of this. Going to get wrecked. Going to get wrecked. Oh yeah. Well, both. let's be honest. I'm going to be mailing you. Two six packs of that come yeah. no, come November. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> didn't didn't think about that. You're welcome <laughs> for the future. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I'm a fan. I'm a great board game beer too. Oh yeah, we mentioned that with Baxter. Um, this I think fits as well. Great yeah. board game beer. Yeah, I think so too. This and some Jalapagos. Yeah, I've played Jalapagos in a while. We did a few weeks ago. Yeah, Jalapagos is like uh uh we we all really like it, but we don't play it enough. It's a it's a game. It's a David game. Yeah, I kind of feel like I need to play it with David. I feel like I had to play it at Jack's house. That's for sure. Yeah, ideally with David. Yeah, but like it's it's it's, it's got to be at Jack's house. 
it's definitely a house board game. Like I feel that way about Catan too. Like there's yeah. brewery games and there's house games. Definitely not taking Catan out. And I agree. I think I think even Halapagos, I'm not really taking that out. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been episode 160 something probably. Oh. Um, go out and get this beer. Let us know what you think. Do it. Uh Comment on YouTube because that's probably the only way unless you have our phone numbers that you could tell us what you think, but I definitely highly recommend it. Um, it, But I, but I'm actually genuinely interested because it's always interesting to hear. Like if you really like a beer, like if you're like, if we're objective or we're just, yeah, like, like, it's always interesting to hear, like, if you really like a beer, you think it's like a perfect beer to hear someone else's perspective that all like, like, if you also like IPAs, but this just isn't your style of IPA. It's really yeah. interesting to hear that perspective. So. I was just going to say, I'm like, there's obviously a stipulation of like, you got to like, like IPAs. Because yeah. obviously you're someone who's just like, oh, I drink stouts and that's it. I'm like, well, no, fuck. We're just going to disagree. Like, so, yeah, no, I'm curious too, though. See ya uh, the next time. See you then.